Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's just pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDPY Warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. where I currently reside here at the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, up here on the top floor of the tallest building in all of the city. So... Uh, this I was about to say this to Crystal as we're getting on the on the uh, on the horn here. You have to excuse me. Full contact radio here at DDP Radio, and trying to adjust my mic stand, it swung down and hit me in the face and gave me a bloody nose <laughs> right before we went on the air. So excuse me while I'm cleaning myself up and trying to do the intro at the same time. Uh, but you know the show must go on. So this is the first. Uh, Probably the first ever episode of DDP Radio would be a bloodbath <laughs> to get color, <laughs> besides the ones where we weren't uh, psychologically destroying Josh McAdoo. But uh, I digress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, let me introduce my co-host. Uh, I guess that's probably a thing I should do now. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> Chaos. Uh, of course... I don't know how much snow you're in, you're in over there, but if I was there, there'd probably be blood splattered everywhere. So welcome to the show, my favorite Canadian, <laughs> the Canadian quote master herself, the maple. She's number one in our hearts, but she's the maple leaf of our souls, Crystal Stewart. How are you? <laughs> I, I can't quit laughing. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, my microphone is just sick of my... <laughs> Thank you. My microphone's just sick of my bullshit, so it just clocked me in the face. After doing this show for six years now, I guess I had it coming. There you go. Uh, and I just I, yelled, I, can I, yelled just, when, I can just imagine you asking when the EMTs show up, so Mike, what happened? <laughs> I can just hear that conversation now. And I, I just yelled to my wife in the other room, Katie. I'm like, will you grab me a paper towel? And she goes, ah, it just didn't even respond. Just so used to my bull crap that it's just. Uh, anyways, oh, well, awesome. this is an eventful few minutes, but uh, there we go. Hopefully that's not an omen for the rest of the show because we got a good one planned. And I know you've been working very, very hard to fill the schedule. And I've officially clotted, by the way, so I should be good going forward. Uh, but. Uh, you've been working really hard on getting us some really awesome guests. And I mean, every single week, it's just one story after the next. It's like, you don't think it can go any further. And then boom, you hit us with another awesome guest. 
And I know that you've been working very hard filling these spots. And I know that you've got someone on board with us tonight who's got an amazing story to tell. And uh, I want to give you the opportunity to do the intro because you worked so hard doing these. And uh, let's let us know who we got tonight to talk to for the Warrior of the Week. Yeah, tonight we have an amazing person. And I purposely didn't dig too much into the backstory on this one. Because he came so highly recommended that everyone said I needed to hear this right from the horse's mouth, so to speak. So I haven't done a whole lot of research, but Justin Dobbins is our Warrior of the Week this week. Um, From what I do know, he has such an incredible story. And, I mean, he is one of those wonderfully persistent people. And, I mean, it's definitely... Um, worked for him in, you know, everything he's done um, with DDP Yoga anyway. So I'm really looking forward to learning more about him. Well, without any further ado, I think we have Justin on the phone. Justin Dobbins, hello. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hi, Justin. Hey, how are you, man? Not too bad. Not too bad. All right. Well, you've come highly recommended (laughs) here. Uh, well, we like to go out to the DDPY universe because Crystal's got her, her fingers in everything DDPY. She's got her hands in every aspect of everything. And uh, she talks to a lot of people and she gets the buzz of what's going on. And we want to find out who's like putting in the work, who's doing, you know, uh, walking the walk, talking the talk. And you came very highly recommended to us tonight. So obviously you've inspired a lot of people. Your story's touched a lot of people. But to let people know here, we like to have everyone kind of go through their DDPY origin story. If, you know, the superhero movies are huge, you know, Marvel everything, DC everything, every superhero needs an origin story. And what was your story that brought you to the DDPY family? Um, my, my, my story absolutely started at rock bottom. I mean, I was back at the end of 2018. I was six foot seven and somewhere probably over 700 pounds, give or take. Um, I'd been carrying that weight for several years, and i I'd been morbidly obese since I was 10. Um, but being the taller, bigger kid, I always carried it and hit it. And no, nobody but my wife and doctor knew I was that heavy. Um, but it caught up with me that December, and um, not going too far into it. A lot of people know it, but I almost ended my life that night, and the only thing that stopped me was thinking about my wife and kids. Um, so we had... We had decided, you know, my wife had talked to me a few times about, you know, keto and this, that, and the other, and that, you know, she was interested in it. And so that night was what, that was my turning point. Wow. That's, that's happy, man. That's, um, you know, you know, you, you mentioned how you were six, seven and, uh, you know, you can kind of hide it a little more in a frame like that. And, I saw yep. pictures of you, and I never realized you could possibly be even close to that um, mm-hmm. before. And that's wow, that's an incredible. But I got to ask you because a lot of people, we've had people come in here, six hundred pounds, seven hundred pounds. You know, Slim was one of my favorite people when I first uh, was getting into things, and he was uh, topping uh, at around six hundred. And when you're coming in at that weight, you know, it's it's it seems almost like. Uh, overwhelming to think of how much you lose, have to lose to be healthy. And sometimes right. I know when I was at my highest weight, I didn't even know where to start. I had so much weight to lose that I didn't even know where to start. 
what was it like for you to get started? Is it something that was daunting to you or is it something you were just committed to? Like, I got to do this and I just got to take the first step. Well, in the past, it was always terrifying. I mean, we, we tried several times, you know, to, uh, <coughs> excuse me, to lose the weight. And, uh, and, uh, this time it was just, it was just fear and I didn't have, really that drawback, I knew this time I had to do something. I mean, it was either, I mean, in the beginning, I, my, my motto was up or out. I mean, I, I could either move up, I could lose the weight, I could take my health back, or I was going to check out. I mean, my health was trash. I had sleep apnea, high blood pressure, my cholesterol was off the chart. Uh, never really got tested. Uh, my blood sugar done. I was probably pre-diabetic. I mean, I started out you know, when I started on 10 medications, a CPAP machine, um, lymphedema so bad that, you know, they had talked about removing my leg at one point during an infection period. I mean, it, I was destroyed. And there wow. was only one other way to go. Um, so, so that was my, that was my drive. So Justin, just a quick question. Did the doctors know that you were working out? Um, I started, I, I didn't have health insurance when I started. Um, we just decided to start eating right. I reached out to a couple of physicians, um, told them that I was going to do this. Um, of course, one of them is a weight loss doc, and it was here's some pills. I had one actually laugh at me. Oh. Um, and I had another one told me that he would try to keep an eye on me, but he couldn't make any promises. And you know, of course, without insurance, you just kind of call around with what you can do. And I uh, contacted the Northeastern Tribal Healthcare System in Oklahoma. I live in Missouri, and they have a doctor available there for me. And they told me they thought he would be the perfect fit. So I saw I saw my doctor. Um, I'll refer to him as Doc quite a bit, but I, I saw him for the first time in February, after I'd been on it a month. And my official weigh-in in January January 14th was 698 pounds. And I had to go beg another, like, urgent care area to go in to use their scale because I couldn't find a scale to weigh myself. Um, then I found the doc down, at, uh, down in Miami, Oklahoma, at the, at the tribal health care. And when I saw him, you know, I told him what I was doing. And he said, okay. And, you know, of course, they started the blood work and everything and um, got on board. And, you know, I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure he had that, yeah, right, we'll see, because, you know, when, bigger people say I'm going to do this. I, I, get, I got a lot of that in the beginning, you know, a lot of sideways glances. And um, by about the second or third visit, you know, about six months in, I made him a believer. Um, and he has been one of my biggest cheerleaders this entire time. I have his total support. So, the, you know, my, they run my blood panels. Um, they, they keep an eye on everything. Um, and he's, it's just, it's superior health care. I couldn't ask for a better doctor. Oh, that's, that's, that's so incredible, man. You know, um, you know I've been probably as, as high as 440 in my life. And um, I know for myself, I know I was a lot shorter than you are. I'm six even. But, you know, when I got to my highest weight, you know, even beginning to work out becomes almost yep. a health hazard, you know, just going for a walk. Like you, it, it ends up becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy because 
you want to, you're trying to lose weight, but you're afraid, like, what if I get down there and start walking and I kill over a heart attack? Or I don't feel well. Like, you're constantly not feeling well. You're questioning whether you can even go for a walk, and you go, go on a treadmill. You can't go on the treadmill because you're too heavy, so you're almost too obese to even start working out. And when you first discovered DDPY, is that something that kind of came into your head, that with, like, a frame such as yours and, and, and mine at the time, you know, obviously it's you got to be – you know, picky and choosy on what workout programs to start and the the low impact and the low, you know, this seems something that was doable for me at the time. When you heard DDPY, was it something that you thought might be a good option to explore? And how are your first few workouts uh, under your well, belt? After you got those under your belt, how do they, you know, I, feel to you? I actually, sp- I actually spent the first six months just mainly focusing on my nutrition. Um, I knew in the past that, you know, food was my biggest downfall. And so all we did the first six months was focus on nutrition. And, of course, once we got got it lined out, what was working for us, my wife is doing the same thing um, as I am. Um, and once we found out what worked for us, you, you, you start losing the weight. You, you start, you know, the swelling goes down, the inflammation goes down. Um, you start feeling better. You start moving more. And, that summer of 2019, I knew I wanted to start working out. I knew I, I was like, okay, it's time. And I had the I had the original YRG DVDs from four years earlier. It was uh, wow. We'd saw the art. We'd saw the Arthur video, and uh, my mother-in-law, of course, my wife. She, they'd been hoping that I'd do something forever. So when I mentioned the videos, I was like, you know, I'd try that. They they instantly bought them, and we tried them for a month back then, and it, whatever. And I kind of put them on the shelf, and then. Two years later, the Jared video came out, and I got pumped again and did it for a month and put them on the shelf. And this time, you know, last summer I was looking at different options, and I told my wife, I was like, look, I'm in terrible shape. I don't want to go to the gym again. I'm going to try to do DDPY at home. So, of course, with the YRG, you start with energy. I'd already done the Diamond Dozen, so I started with energy. And the first day, it was September 16th, was my very first day back. I turned on Energy 2.0, I rolled out my mat, got down in the floor, tried to roll over, and started crying because it hurt. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. So my first three workouts, there was a lot of crying and screaming at myself, and I'm glad I was by myself. Um, but then, you know, I didn't do bed flex. I, I wish back then I would have known about the app and the bed flex and the rebuild series, but I was just hammering out YRG. And I spent the first month just doing Energy 2.0, until I could get it without, you know, modifying heavily. That's amazing. So, um, and then we just, we consistently worked up, you know, the first time I did fat burner, I was like everybody else. I was like, holy cow. And (laughs) I was instantly, instantly feeling better and getting the results. And, you know, when I first started, there was no down dog. There was no table to down dog at all that I couldn't pop up. And I don't know how many times, I'd get halfway there and then slam my knees down on my TJ Maxx yoga mat that's probably like a piece of cardboard on hardwood floors. So those first few months were bad. Um, but then in my post, it's every day, every day, every day, every day. And, and, of course, by December, you know, we were up to Diamond Cutter, and that's when I, that's when I first got my, my phone call from DDP for the first time. He had seen me on Instagram and reached out. That's awesome. 
Wow, that's 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 amazing. And can I just ask you? So you weighed in at uh, six ninety eight, was it? You said. Yep, and when I started the program, I weighed in at five twenty eight. When I started oh, the wow. exercises in earnest. Wow, and how so long of, uh, period? Uh, from January 2019 to September 2019, I've dropped 170 pounds just with nutrition and moving more. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Wow. I'm at, I, I weigh, my weight loss this morning, my, I weighed in this morning at 309 pounds, and that's 389 pounds in 673 days. Wow. Or 0.57 tenths of a pound a day. So you went oh through the 600s, through the 500s, through the 400s, and now yes, you're in the 300s. That's unbelievable. Yes, sir, I'm at 309 as of this morning, so I've got oh. 11 more pounds, and I'll have dropped 400. And if I do that before January 22nd, it'll be in under 24 months. Wow. Well, congratulations. No that pills, is huge. No surgery, no pills, no powders. I take a... Amends one a day and uh, probiotics, and that's it. Uh, I, I, I gotta I ask got, you. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, man. No, no I, was I was just, just saying. Uh, I, I I need to take that back. I'm down to one medic, two medications at this point. So. Okay. No, I was just so when you lose that much weight, your world must be different. Like the way you inter your body mechanics must be different. The way you move must be different. Your life, you know, minutia must be different. What are some things that you've noticed along the way since you've dropped the weight that's changed for, you know, the way you just operate in your daily life? Like, cause people don't think when you put on the weight, how much just normalcy gets taken from your life. You know, tying your shoes is difficult. Going upstairs is difficult. Mm -hmm. Pivoting on a chair is difficult. You know, how have, you know, your body changed, your mechanics changed, your daily life? What's different? It's black and white difference. There's there's not enough words to describe how different my life is. Um, You know, back, it was funny, November when I started DDPY, um, you know, I'd been in a program for a month or two. The whole month of November, like, I would take six or seven steps, and then I would stumble and trip because I literally had to relearn how to walk. You know, when you drop 200 pounds off your frame, and then all of a sudden you're doing these exercises and strengthening your knees and your hips and everything, and your legs don't bow out or pigeon anymore, they're starting to straighten back up, that messes up all your mechanics. And when I started the program, I needed my left knee replaced at 40. My right knee needed work, and then I didn't have any discs left in my lower back from carrying the weight so long. And, uh, you know, since that, I don't have any of those issues anymore. I've got space between all my joints from doing, you know, from, from the only exercise I do is DDPY. Wow. That's so, amazing. Um, you know, I have learned some hard. I have learned some hard lessons along the way. I mean, I I've started to enjoy physical labor again, and and I don't mean just like moving boxes. I mean like the grunt physical labor. And I had a lot of time this summer. Um, you were asking about the weight loss. One one aspect, my life is perfect. The others, um, I have developed like a type of PTSD um, for such a rapid change in my physical appearance and phys- in the way I feel. Um, cause I still have days where I wake up first thing in the morning and I feel like I'm 700 pounds, like my joints hurt, my back hurts like it did back then. 
and it takes a few minutes and I reset my mind and I realize I don't hurt. And it's just some stuff like that. Um, wow. And you, wow. you wouldn't think that, hey, everybody thinks that, hey, it's, it, you should, it, it's all perfect. It's like, you know, six months ago, my face is so much different than it was six months ago. Um, and it's, it, it is a lot for you to register. So um, I, I have been seeing a counselor since uh, mid-August. We are doing some EMDR therapy, um, and it's been working great. So um, there's, some, there's, there's some mental aspects to go with the massive weight loss too. Absolutely. It's really interesting. You know, people don't really put together, uh, two and two together with the whole mental aspect of it, but it, it's, it's true. And you said you woke up feeling like, you know, you feel like you're almost hurting in the morning. And it's almost yep. like a phantom limb, you know, when someone loses a yep, limb absolutely. and they feel like you have yeah. to scratch. Yeah. It's, uh, that's an interesting, I've never even actually kind of thought about that. But, you know, when you're changing such a, in a physical way and you've been through so many traumatic health issues and stuff, there's probably a lot going on to process it. And honestly, I think people who are losing weight, there's probably not enough people who are seeking out some kind of counseling after something like this because it just changes you from the core of your being. And I think that's a really smart way to look at it because if you're not changing the what's in your head, eventually it's still, you're still having an unhealthy relationship with yourself and uh, eventually things can turn around and, and go back the other direction. So I think that's awesome that you're really kind of taking the time to really uh, heal yourself from the core and your, your mental and physical and all in working together like that. We kind of, kind of helped breaking it down into chunks. You know, the, I knew going into this, my biggest demon would be food. I knew it. I was an addict. You don't get to 700 pounds without being, having some kind of bad relationship with food. I mean, you sure. don't, there's, you just don't. I mean, I don't, cause I mean, if you, if it was a health induced issue, the doctors would have pinpointed that years ago. It was me sucking down pizza and energy drinks and cookies and everything else. I know what it was. And so food being my biggest obstacle, we had to figure out what worked for us. And, you know, a mostly carnivore diet works for me because I can give up that stuff as long as I can keep eating, you know, meat, meat, and, meat and eggs and stuff like that. that. I'm wired that way, and that's what's worked great for me. Um, so I picked something, I hammered it out, I made it my own as far as nutrition goes. And after that six months, I don't think about my nutrition anymore. I don't think about what I can and can't eat. I don't even have cravings for the old garbage anymore. I have cravings for the new stuff, you know, that I'm used to eating, but I don't even have thoughts of the old food anymore. It's just food is fuel. That's what it's there for. Um, That's awesome. I treated it like I treated it. I treat food like I would drugs or alcohol. I don't have to have it. Well, you know what I mean? I have to have food, but I don't have to have the, the feel-good type right. crap food. So um, that's just that's where I'm at in my head, and that's what's, that's what's helped me was got the food under control, then got the body rebuilt, got the exercise in there, and then it was learning balance between I can't work my body 12 hours in a 100-degree metal shop and then expect to go hammer out two hours of EDPY. Right. I just can't. I, I did for a month. And then finally, I had a breaking point this summer, and it was just like I couldn't do it. So I switched to Bedflex almost the entire month of July and August. So big, bad DDPY Savage, for everybody that wants to check their ego or humble themselves, big, bad Justin did Bedflex for two months straight. 
So if anybody out there is listening, worried about it, I laid on my shop floor on my mat and did bed flex one through three most of the month of July and August, and I didn't lose anything. I think that. that's a Justin. I think that's a really important thing that you just mentioned. That you know, it's okay to take a step back. Sometimes you absolutely, need, it's not right. You, I think one of the most amazing things that I've learned about you is your adaptability. Um, you're really, really good at just you know changing whatever your situation <laughs> is to changing something that works. It, well, that's, it's really that's amazing. But that's after I've run head first as fast as I can at a brick wall once or twice, and then it's like, hey, that doesn't work. We need to change something. But I appreciate that. But, but that's okay. Sometimes <laughs> it takes us yes. all a couple of times to fall before yes, we can walk. Right. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Yes. I'm and, so proud you know, of you. So I've, I've, I've been asked that a lot about how do you do, how do you go like you do, and like I said, and even and on it, be honest to you now, I've gotten to where. I have no problems if I've had a very hard day and I don't want to do it. I have no problem telling myself, look, I know I burned calories today. I don't have to do a workout tonight. And that's something that I've had to do because I know that feeling of having to do something is an anxiety that I don't need in life. So I measure it out as what did I do today? You know, if I, and if I'm not satisfied, it's a workout. You know what I mean? So... Do you That's find, a... Justin? Sorry, Mike, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry, Crystal. No, I was just saying, um, just to get your point of view on something, is that if you convince yourself that you have to do something, does that create a form of anxiety? Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I won't do yeah. the 100-day challenges. Yeah. I love the 100-day challenges. I love the DDPY community, and I love those challenges, but I can tell you what, if I don't get up, if I don't get up first thing in the morning and get that workout knocked out, that's all I think about all stinking day is I've got to do that. I've got to do that, yeah. and it ruins my day. Now, I'm if so I can go through the day, that. I I love the challenges, and there's people, there's there's folks that thrive, and that I love them. I love the challenges, but they are not for me. They they create too much pressure. I love that you yeah, said that. But- and also when you – that's so interesting that you put it that way. And being okay with the fact that I'm not going to do a workout today. No guilt, no anxiety about it. Because I think sometimes a lot of people when they're running on that kind of streak, uh, the obsessive compulsive nature of it, that when the life gets in the way and it actually bumps you off your game, it actually almost creates a, a situation where a lot of people don't know how to react to that and, and kind of fall the other way and, and let their you know things slide. That that whole schedule and that whole obsessive compulsive nature of I got to get it in once that's kind of uh, disrupted it, people throw, it throws people off and you've got to be okay yeah. with, you know, telling yourself, I didn't get it in today. I'm not going to get it in today. That's a pretty uh, impressive. I gotta, understanding. Well, I've got to make sure I've got to make sure during the day that I have got my physicality. in. Do you know what I mean? If that makes any sense, like I can't just blow off a workout if I sit around on the couch all day or if I, you know, drove around or ding-dong around. I mean, I legitimately had to put in a day's work because I, I work in a metal shop, so there's days where I'm moving steel and building stuff that is lifting and stretching and, and flexing all day. And by the end of that kind of day, if I don't feel like a workout, I won't. But if it's a day of just sitting around and not 
I mean, I've got to get a workout in on that point. But I, I have, I have got to the point to where, man, I, you know, dug 14 post holes today in Missouri soil, which is pretty much a rock bar and a pickaxe. At the end of that kind of day, I don't need to do a DDPY workout. So right. that's you know, that's why I'm listening to your body. I'm okay with that. Absolutely. You're listening yes, to your sir. body and you're being honest with yourself and saying, you know what, I yep. today is good. I'm I'm good today. And once <laughs> you start getting that kind of cohesive like relationship with your body and you can actually communicate with your body, you know, that's a, it's it's a pretty impressive power to have over yourself because you know, there's a lot of people I can sit here and say I don't need to work out today, lie to myself, but I can also know when I've put in enough work to know that if I do a workout it's gonna yep. be counterproductive because tomorrow I'm gonna be hurting or overtired or you know, you gotta know how exactly. to roll with yourself. Yes, sir. That's exactly it. Wow. That's, that's so, for... d- sorry, Mike. Oh no, I was just saying Go ahead. No, I, I was I was just agreeing. I was saying that's awesome. Oh, um, oh, we got a lag. Yeah, we have a. It's my fault. I'm in Canada. We all have a lag here. Um, <laughs> so, Justin, I was just wondering. We've been asking a question over the course of the last several weeks, um, and I'm really, really interested to hear your response. What Uh-oh. would um, old Justin? No, what would new Justin say to old Justin? Uh, like how many years ago? There was different mind frames in the different years. Just recently. Recently? Like four or five yeah. years ago? Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. You know, I'd like to tell you, I'd like to be, you know, the whole hard truth, you know, hard-ass Justin Dobbins and tell him to get up off his butt and get to work. But I know, I know over the course of the last few months, I've done some inner searching and I know, if I would have talked to old Justin that way, he would have sullened up and it would have depressed him for a few weeks. So probably I would have been a little softer and told him that, you know, if you don't get up and do something, things are going to get worse in the near future and there will be things that you don't want to happen in the near future. Right. So you need to start getting serious about this and, you know, think about your family instead of yourself. And just try to be as, you know, gentle and firm as I could be. Like I said, if I went in there guns blazing, acting like a jerk, it'd turn him off and he'd be depressed. I mean, I think one of the greatest things about your story is um, when you boil it down to its essence, it really is. And, I mean, we've said this, Mike, a million times, that it really does become an issue of what is a priority and what's an option in your life. Right. Right. And you made it a priority. And that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, you know, looking back when we first asked you about your origin story, your first words was, I started at rock bottom. When you were in that space and obviously compelled enough to to really put in, you know, one, as you put it, one last ditch effort because you didn't think you had many more chances left in you. And obviously this has been a battle you've been fighting for a while. When, you know, I, I got to ask, because I've known a lot of people in this situation, you know, throughout the years as you were kind of fighting this uh, battle, did you see a point where you win or was your mind so set on this is going to be the end of me, you know? Because some people expect I'm going to get through this, I'm going to get to the other side, and some people are just fighting the day-to-day thinking this is how it's just going to be, you know? Did you ultimately have that hope before you 
started making those changes or were you kind of resigned to die that way? I, I figured I was going to end up dying that way. Wow. I mean, honestly, honestly, when you're that big, and, and I know it was on a lot of people's minds. I mean, when is he going to go? You know, my wife, my wife told me that there, there's times she was scared that I, she would wake up and I wouldn't. Um, I mean, that's how bad it is. I mean, I went in for a sleep apnea test like 12 years ago, and instead of letting me sleep an hour, I, they only let me go 15 minutes because I had 60 episodes in 15 minutes where I just stopped breathing altogether. So, Holy cow. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was just a matter of time. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be morbid about it, but I'd just kind of given up, you know, and that's why that night my life, my, my family life is great. I've had a, I dare say perfect marriage, but it's been as close as humanly possible. We'll be married 20 years this next May. Congratulations. Um, so, I mean, it wasn't that. It wasn't my family life. It was just my health. So, I mean, I knew and it, that night sitting out here in the shop, it was just a matter of a sneeze whether I was still here or not. I mean, it was not sitting there staring at the gun. It was it was loaded into my temple. I mean, it, so, I mean, that's that's where I started. And so, I mean, I knew if I hadn't have done it that night, if I'd have kept going, it would have just been a, probably a matter of time. But that night scared me enough, and that is my personal hell. If I, if there's a hell for me, it will be sitting out here repeatedly that night, and I don't want that. So that's what has been, what's kept me moving. Wow. What a hell of a motivator. Wow. That was my motivation for the first six months. And now my motivation is I feel like a Ferrari. Like my old body was like a 1960s garbage truck that's pouring crap everywhere and now i'm in a ferrari dude and this is awesome no i I love that because you know as you the first few months were motivated by kind of a morbid you know uh, fear overhanging over your head but i love that because now you're you're far enough along where you can't rely on the negative to inspire you forever now you got to find a point to just like you said the ferrari kind of just crank it into gear and now you're yep. at a point where I can take this wherever I want to take it. I can do whatever I want to do. And you're free from a lot of the shackles that you had with your old body. And I got to ask yep. you, what are you going to do with it? Is there anywhere you want to go? Is there any inspire, anything you want to do or inspire to change or motivate to do or, or goals or what have you? Where are you taking this Ferrari? Well, I have, I have signed up for my – I've signed up and I'm working on my certification currently. So I'm hoping – sometime soon that I'll be able to teach. Um, one of the things that I would like to do as soon as I'm certified is take this into the, down to the Northeastern Tribal Healthcare System because they have a health and wellness center there. Um, and since I've helped rebuild myself with this, I'd like to take it down there and teach in that aspect. Um, and one of my future goals is to hopefully start, start up and start helping more folks that were in my situation, you know, because um, I hate, you know, you get to that point where you think the only way is surgery or, you know, or some kind of miracle pill or, or even suicide is the only way out of that. And it turns out hard work and discipline will get you there too. Um, I'd like to say motivation, but every time I was motivated before with, you know, the feel goods, you know, and I, 
you know, I get motivated, you know, with the stories and the success stories and stuff, and you get wound up with that. But when that starts to tail off, you've got to have that discipline or you've got to have that work ethic to keep moving. So, yes. I mean, I love the motivation, and I, you know, I get a lot of messages, and I love that I'm helping motivate people, but I also hope that they get that from, you know, most of these hard posts that I post that sound hateful and conflicting, that's an inner dialogue with myself. That's not me attacking anybody. You know, that is, that, is what I, that is what's going on in my head at that point in time. So if it seems harsh, that's what I'm saying to myself every time. And I'm just sharing that because I'm just sharing that because honestly, hard work and determination and discipline are the way to it. That's what I've used. Yeah. That's uh, amazing. I love that. You know, you the, I, I I put something out years ago, and it's still to this day my my biggest viewed video I've ever watched. It was called "Motivation Is a Myth." And, you know, we've all been there, especially if you're overweight, where you get inspired to, and you're, you get the little butterflies in your belly. You're going to do whatever it is. And uh, motivation lasts a couple of days tops. And I love how you put it because I could never articulate what I was trying to say with how to inspire yourself beyond that initial kind of chemical reaction in your belly that uh, gets you motivated. But it is. It's discipline. You have to have the discipline to counter those moments, those, you know, thousands of days where you're not motivated because anyone can be motivated for a couple of days. You know, I can stay up late and decide I want to, I want to start a band and I'll go in the guitar and play the next morning and realize I'm shit. So it doesn't really, <laughs> and then, that, but then, you know, but then there's something about just, you know, if I wanted, if I was actually really determined to do that, I could go in that guitar every day and keep playing and keep playing until I got good but most people don't get up past that initial buzz of motivation and for long-term change, that's not sustainable. You know, that motivation will no. not sustain you. And I love how you kind of you put that there. And the other thing I want to say real quick is I think you getting certified would be huge because there's a lot of morbidly obese people here in the United States and over the world that will go to a gym and there'll be somebody in the alt wall with a yep. before and after picture. And to me, that looks like the same picture. Like they don't know what it's yep. like to, to kind of be my size. And I don't relate to those people, but to find somebody who's actually been, you know, the, a, a big guy like that and, and has been a success story and not just, you know, Oh yeah, I had a little bit of Thanksgiving weight around my, my abdomen. There's a lot of people who can relate to that and need someone who can talk their language, need somebody who can, uh, you know, identify with the space they were in. And there's not a lot of options out there for people who have lost a lot of weight and are willing to go out there and, and kind of pay it forward and help other people where they were. That's a service I think that would be hugely uh, appreciated for a lot of people. Yep. That's, that's, the, that's the future goal. You know, I, I want to get certified. I want to bring this out. You know, I, I know what it's done for me, you know, and it's, it's one of those workouts that, Literally, you know, when they say anybody can do it, I mean, they're being serious when they say that. You know, there's there's not anybody who can't do that. There's just people who won't. So, right. I mean, it's it's kind of up to them. Um, so, and it's not a miracle. You know, I've had several people that have gone out and got it, and, you know, they'll throw down six or seven workouts, and then this is stupid. This isn't working. And it's like, well, yeah, I thought that too on the third day, but it's how bad do you want it? So, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you guys have said it a hundred times, you get out of it what you put in. Yep, true. 
and you look at that, you both start at the same place too. You started with the Diamond Dozen. You started at the Diamond Dozen, and I don't know, say uh, the WWE champion, what's his name, the the Scottish kid. They both started at the Diamond Dozen. You guys both started. You were almost 700 pounds. He was probably an extreme athlete, ripped at 200 something. But you both started in that same place, doing the same workout. There weren't different workouts yep. for people. I think that's a pretty incredible. Uh, you know, thing to think about. And I know a lot of people Absolutely. who are 400, 500, 600, 700 pounds who are doing the same workout as somebody who is probably mm-hmm. an elite fitness athlete. And it's not about, um, it's not all about, you know, how you're, how you're starting, where you're at. It's about keep putting that work in. And today you can do something that you didn't do yesterday. And hearing you talk about going from energy to fat burner, you know, I remember making those steps and I realizing that, I couldn't do the bridge last time, but I can do that now, or I can do this now. And the, yep. the change is almost daily. You're seeing yourself improve. Yep. I'm actually, I actually got one of the, one of my biggest deals with the program was I was actually able to grab and get myself into wrap and burn the other day. And so that was a six foot seven foot, six foot seven guy doing wrap and burn at 320 pounds. Awesome. So, and then the any, other like, night I was, uh, the other night I was working out with my niece and decided to get into wrap and burn and actually started trying to stand up on one leg. So we're working on bird of paradise right now. Is there any like uh <laughs> end goal for a move that's like eventually you just want to hit that maybe not seem like it's in the distant future right now, but something you really want to, uh, you know, see yourself hitting in the future. A full on straight up three count push up off my toes without having to go on my knees. Right. That one still got me, but I'm like I said. When people people think that's funny until they see me in a push up position, and my arms are three foot long almost. So I've got three foot to go down into a push up, and I'm six foot seven. That's a lot of that's a lot of people to move. So I'll get there. I'll get there eventually. I can I can do a real push up, but the three count slow burn push ups are still a nemesis to me. But in January, you wouldn't even been in the position to try it, and that's a huge thing right I, there. I tried live on Facebook Live and fell flat on my face. So, yeah, no, I couldn't do it in January uh, either. Well, I'm, I, I'm looking forward to having you come back on at some <laughs> point and show us uh, show us that you you nailed it. Sorry, Crystal, yep, go ahead. Sooner or later. No, I was just going to say, you know, it was just very much, you know, it's proof positive that everyone in this community is so different. So when I went to summit in Georgia, you walk into the room and then all of a sudden you realize that not everybody's a size two. And that's wonderful. It's wonderful. I mean, it's one of those things. So when I was flying back from Georgia to Toronto, um, I came up with this quote and it's, it's just something I've always kept with me in the back of my mind. And it's just basically DDP yoga is not about the size of your ass. It's about getting your head out of it. Yep. Yeah. And really it is, you need to check your attitude at the door. And I think, you know, you are so amazing because you were never, um, you never resigned yourself to quit. And I think that's no. amazing. No, it's it's not an option at this point. No. You know, a lot of people, um, when they lose weight really quickly, and, and we touched on this earlier, 
sometimes there's a you know it's a it's a big change and sometimes you get thrown off and a lot of people end up you know going back the other way or, or, or gaining weight back but I think what you're doing is some of the smartest you know I love that you're getting the counseling on top of this because yeah sometimes you can get into a spurt where you're losing weight but you never actually fixed the problem or never worked on the problem that got you there and the psychological and the addictive properties and the fact that you're doing that along with losing weight and also eating healthy and doing the workouts it's you're just completely rehabbing your entire you know life your re- entire being and i think that what you're doing is so smart in the 360 degree just self you know uh, betterment is going to be hugely successful and i think that uh i think that you got a lot of places to go and you're going to inspire a lot more people in doing so and i know that your goal wasn't to you know, be inspired in the world you were working on yourself, but sometimes the just being yourself and living your life and, and doing what you do for yourself in effect will inspire a lot more people. And the way you put it where you're just talking to yourself on your post, you're just yourself communicating, just being a fly on the wall and seeing that process makes people think like, and this is worth it. You know, there's a lot to get out of this and, the best uh, billboard you can be for DDPY is just doing what you do successfully and with integrity. And it seems like you're really that for a lot of people in this community. And it's such an incredible story you have. And I hope you'll come back and talk to us again sometime because I'd love to get an update, see where you're at. And hopefully by the time you come back, you'll have hit that push up and you'll have been on your way to certification, <laughs> but it's a, it's an amazing story. Congratulations, man. Thank you. And it's a, uh... The good part about it, doing it the way I've done it, is it's been a complete rewire. Um, you know, it's I, you know I've taught myself that this is a sustainable lifestyle, and you know I I know there's been a lot of folks in the past that have said I'm not going back. I mean I I'm I can say that with a I'm not going to say 100 percent because that's when you mess yourself up, but with a 99.9 percent assurity because I was miserable. The, first, the last 20 years, weight and health-wise, and now what I've got, I, I wouldn't go back for a cookie. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to give up what I've gained for, for that, you know, just to give up. So, you know, making the changes has been a complete rewire, you know, and it's made it to where, like I was saying earlier, I don't even think about it anymore. It's just the way life is. Isn't what did your wife have to say? Is she, is she impressed? By all this? I said, what does your wife have to say? Is she impressed by all this? Is she, uh, Every you know, day. She, a, she, she is. I, I said Doc was one of my biggest cheerleaders. My wife is my biggest cheerleader. So, I'm no, not, she's very, so very good. happy. My entire family, my 15-year-old daughter thinks I'm cool now. So, <laughs> that, was, that was a, instead of going from embarrassment to cool. So, there we go. Well, what better way to show her that anything's possible, right? You know, as a parent, you're there to kind of, you know, prove to your kid. And uh, I'm, I'm sure she's proud of her dad. And I'm sure that her, your wife, uh, you said you had a great marriage, a perfect marriage and all this stuff. But, you know, I'm sure your wife was, was scared to lose you. And having that kind of Absolutely. safety net is huge. And uh, it's Absolutely. awesome. I love it, man. No, that's, she will say that's one of her, that, was one, that was her biggest fear. And it, you know. But she knew every time she tried to mention it to me, it would just piss me off and we would fight and, you know, that would be it. So, but no, she's, she's ecstatic. Wow. She, like I said, she's one of my, she is my biggest cheerleader. Wow. 
Is she doing the program as well, Justin? Right now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. She, um, we, um, she is actually down 85 or 86 pounds. Um, oh, good wow. for her. She, uh, she, what was funny is when I started doing DDPY, you know, doing the videos, I was doing it by myself. So her exercise routine was actually Zumba. And so she'd yep. come home and fire up Zumba DVDs and do Zumba. And then she, then I asked her one day if she wanted to work out with me and she got to doing DDPY. And so I might've brought her over to our team from Zumba. She still enjoys <laughs> Zumba, but DDPY is, she's, it's definitely one of her main workouts. So, That's awesome. um, and then well, we, we do work out to together now. Yeah, congratulations yeah, um, to her. And, I, yeah. I think by the time we reach our goal together, we'll. Uh, by the time we reach our goals, we'll have lost over 500 pounds together as a couple. That's amazing. Wow. That's that's a family. Well, You've lost a family. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the dog. <laughs> yeah, and the, that's crazy. Wow. That's incredible, so, man. Yeah, well, congratulations. Yes, sir. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's, uh, you know, I think that might be our biggest uh, weight loss story on the program so far. I, I'm not sure, but we've got a lot of people on here, and, and that's that's really inspiring. And uh, I know there's a lot of people that get a lot out of this, and, and uh, I appreciate all you do. And real quick, do you have anything you want to plug? Do you have a page or a Facebook page or an Instagram or Twitter or anything you kind of put your stuff out on, or is it something you just kind of – no, my, uh, my Facebook page is just Justin Dobbins on Facebook. It's a public page. And then uh, my Instagram is at uh, DobbinsJW, all lowercase. Awesome. 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 Well, and we also, uh, my, wife, my wife and I, I'm sorry, my wife and I also started a Facebook page called You Are Worth It Health and Wellness. Oh, that's awesome. And we just try to do inspiring mental health, physical health, um, you know, one of the things we like to do is like a, a weekly weigh-in, like an encouragement-type deal. Um, you know, let us cheer you on or cuss with you, whatever you need. Um, so we have that as well. Uh, what's your plans for Thanksgiving? You guys getting together as a family? Do you have a, a plan, or is it just pretty much, you know, on autopilot now? Really? You just know what to do and know how to deal with it. Uh, we're going to we're going to my grandmother's um, for just a couple hours tomorrow, just a small couple of us to see her, um, and they all know what we eat. So it's in my my aunt does keto, so you know it'll be pretty good. I and mean, then we do our Thanksgiving the Saturday after always. And of course, I'll have the smoker fired up, and who knows what'll be on it. I'm sure I'll post about it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool too, because with you know having the meats as as your main you know consumption. Um, you know, you mm-hmm. can go to barbecues and you can go to parties. There's yep. always some meat tray or something. You know, you really open yep. yourself up to be able to be social without having to constantly fight about, you know, what am I going to grab? That's a pretty smart, uh, you know, plan. Yeah, I mean, you can, in most places, I mean, there's a lot of places. If you want to go grab a hamburger real quick, I mean, I don't do it a lot. But, I mean, most places a lettuce wrap or put it in a container and you just, like I said, it's it's a hamburger patty. It's just fuel. So, Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a matter of, hey, I'm going to go get this big fancy meal. And, you know, there's times where I might sit down with folks that are eating, eating and I'm just legitimately not hungry at that point. And I'm not going to sit down and force myself to eat just because that's the social norm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, and that's upset that's, some that's folks perfect. in the past, but it's, it is what it is. 
Yeah, people get like that though. But ultimately, you know, I, you know, especially in family and stuff. Oh, eat my cake! It's insulting not to eat it. It's like, well, it's insulting for me to die in front of you. You know, they don't know your, yep. what you're dealing with. And some people, uh, some people try to sabotage you, and some people do it uh, subconsciously. But yeah. you know, I'm sure everyone now, would rather have you here. Yeah, my family's never been like that. It's been there's been full support the whole the whole way through. So. Awesome. Well, congratulations, man. Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, I can't wait to. I mean, I wish I was. Uh, I was taking part in some of that smoker meat because that sounds delicious. But uh, I hope that, uh, you'll come Southern, back and chat with we're us. That, we're down here in Southern Missouri. Come on down anytime. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. Uh, thank you so <laughs> much for coming on, and, and I appreciate you telling our story. And I, I really hope you'll come back and talk to us and give us an update down the line. And hopefully, you'll have certification to plug and all that fun stuff. So. Absolutely. I really uh, appreciate your story. It's it's incredible, man. Congratulations and congratulations to your wife. It's, I can't wait to see you where you go with this. And as DDP said, there's always some place to go. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Oh, awesome. Yes, I appreciate it, man. And uh, that, I can't believe it. We're, that hour just flew by. And, uh, I we're, know. We're out of time. But, uh, Crystal, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to Justin. I know Thanksgiving Thank in Canada's in July or something. <laughs> it's in October. <laughs> October. Yeah. Uh, so, but I hope you have a great weekend. I know we're off the next couple of weeks. Thank you. Uh, you're going to yep. be having a, you know, in the hospital. So I wish you the best as always. Thank you. Um, and I can't wait to get on the other side of it and, and get another amazing show under our belt right in time for Christmas and the holiday season. And I can't believe this year is taking forever and flown by at the same time. It's been yeah, uh, true story. And I started the top of the show bleeding, and I left inspired. So let's wrap <laughs> us up here and get us uh, a uh, a quote to throw us up to next week and uh, wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, let's let's inspire us enough to get uh, through two weeks. Let's get a really good quote here. We need two weeks worth. Sure. Um, this one is from somebody by the name of Stephen Furtick. And the quote is, the reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. That's a, that's a good one. But awesome. Thank you very much, Crystal, the Canadian quote master. Your championship is intact. Uh, we'll be back next week. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Crystal. Thanks, we'll see you guys Justin. next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Don't forget to hit the mat over the holidays and uh, remember to, uh, you know, do what you got to do to get through the holidays. Inspire yourself. Work hard. Use that determination. If you if you struggle, if you fall, forgive yourself, move on. Thanksgiving's one day. It's not a whole week. Just get back on that wagon. Do the best you can and keep moving forward. Until next week, we'll be back with another episode, a brand new episode of DDP Radio live in two weeks, I believe. Um, yeah. Other than that, you guys be safe. Happy Turkey Day. Happy whatever weekend, whatever you're celebrating <laughs> in Canada. Happy snow. Happy uh, whatever. Happy Canada. That's all. That's all. Yep, there we go. Happy Canada. <laughs> all right, you. guys. We'll be back. We'll see you guys. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Justin. See you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! Into the diamond cutter. 
I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power box. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.